0: And I believe that that's really why you're here. Christ died for us.
1: History Makers.
0: Hi, and welcome to History Makers. I'm Matt Prater. Today we're speaking with Pastor Newton Festus. We're going to hear a bit of his story today. Welcome along, Newton. Tell us a bit about where you were born and raised.
1: Yeah, well, I was born in a city called Nairobi in Kenya. And I was born in a a Christian family. Mm -hmm. I was raised in the slums of Nairobi, a very rough area.
0: Ah, in the slums. Um, so did you did your parents work? What kind of career did they have? Actually, my
1: parents were ministers. Uh, mm-hmm. My mom and dad were ministering in a church. They were pastors. So I am a third-generation uh, pastor.
0: Oh, wow. And at what age did you get born again?
1: I got born again when I was 11 years old. Mm-hmm. I uh, had an encounter with the Lord in uh, it was a church uh, youth camp, and I gave my heart to Jesus.
0: Tell us how it happened.
1: Well, I went in, uh, I was, wasn't was meant to be there. There was something going on. And uh, there was some music going on and uh, plenty of people in a small room. So I walked in and um, the preacher preached and um, I felt like he was reading my life. <laughs> and I, um, the altar call was made and I uh, had a few friends in there. So I walked to the altar, respond to the call. I got saved. And um, yeah, I never looked back ever since.
0: Mm. And tell us a bit about your teenage years. Did you always follow the Lord or did you fall away for a while? Or?
1: Yeah, so interestingly, a year later to the time I got born again, I, um, I had another encounter with the Lord. I um, I went to another meeting and and um, they were inviting people to be filled with the Holy Spirit. And I remember that time and, uh, in, a, in a crowded packed meeting in Africa. And, uh, you know, I, I responded again, and I got filled and baptized with the Holy Spirit. And my life just changed. And uh, at the time, my brother was also uh, ministering in schools and colleges, um, you know, and they were very active. Um, yeah. So uh, over the years, I, I got involved into the same ministry, just ministering to kids to school and and doing that kind of stuff since I was a, uh, 12, 13 years old.
0: Wow. And...
1: I was used sports as well. I was a soccer player, so I used soccer as well I used to as well. Oh.
0: Um, yeah. And what about uh, after school? Did you have a Did you go to study, or did you have a career straight away? What What did you do?
1: Yeah. So um, you know, we, with with uh, with sports, I was a soccer captain, and soccer in Africa is a big sport. And um, so I knew I was going to play somewhere in Europe. And um, you know, with that, you go into bad company as well. You sort of like slow down and you walk with the Lord. Um, I knew I was going to play for um, the biggest club in the country, which I did. And I found myself playing in a uh, competitive soccer, like Premier League, sort of, um, that kind of status in Africa. All my mates at the time were, were, were you know, applying to go to Europe. Um, came to my time, they asked for a bribe, so that unfortunately they asked you to pay money for you to get into a competitive league. I couldn't do that. My conscience would allow me. mm so I ended up joining an accounting college um, right in the same time. The college was going through a revival uh, in Nairobi. So they were having you know, meetings and overnight meetings and the school was having this amazing move of God. So I found myself in that kind of uh, university or college. And that's where I ended up meeting my wife. And we used to have teams going to Africa, to different uh, cities and different uh, villages to plant churches, doing missions in uh, Uganda and Tanzania. And uh, I had another encounter with the Lord. That's where my my full-time ministry was birthed. I didn't end up finishing my accounting degree because I started pastoring. I was uh, you know that early age. And um, I was involved in church planting missions doing crusades and doing all kinds of stuff. Uh, we started doing campus crusades, mm-hmm. which were very famous. We had a ministry at the time called Tales on Fire from the Book of Judges. So we used to go and combine the universities in Nairobi colleges and do Friday night meetings. Yeah, so grew up from there, and, uh, and then God started opening doors to other nations and, and uh, finally came to Australia.
0: Well, that's a great testimony of a young guy who you know, has an encounter with God and starts ministry at a young age. You've obviously been set apart from the Lord to, uh, for, for the Lord to do that. Uh, so what about Australia? How did, how did that all come about?
1: It's a strange story. Um, one of the stories we um, we're actually putting back in a book. Um, I, I, we finally um, got married, and um, I was passing at the time in Kenya. I gave away our, you know, my ministry back in Kenya, and I was joining my wife. My wife is a, was working as an accountant in the UK, London. So getting ready to move to London in, 2008, uh, 2000 and, um, and, 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 and eight. And, uh, I went to prayer 21 day fasting. up. We pray in the mountains in Africa and right up in the mountain while praying one morning, I had a voice say Australia, never been to Australia. So I knew uh, this must be God because I never heard anything about Australia, never been to Australia. But my drama was my mother-in-law um, and my family, my, ma- my wife's family were waiting for me in, uh, in London, I think a month uh, you know, after. So I say to the Lord, if you're calling me to Australia, speak to my wife, let her know, speak to her, convince her. So the following morning, I get a phone call from my wife. She's saying, I need to talk to you. I said, what's going on? She says, um, I was walking in um, somewhere in London, and I saw a brochure on how to migrate to Australia. And she goes, I know you're coming to London. Have you ever prayed about going to Australia? Because I feel we need to go to Australia. <laughs> and all over the phone, I start to cry. I start to cry. And I say, sweetheart, I'm in the Prayer Mountain right now, and God spoke to me. And we're going to Australia. At the time, I was meant to be preaching in Singapore. I said I'll be in Singapore in the next two weeks. So if we can pray about it, then uh, see how we go. She said I'm resigning next week. I'm joining you in Singapore. Um, she resigned her accounting work in the UK, and uh, she was in Singapore. And uh, we went to the first church, and uh, in Singapore. In Malaysia, went to Malaysia from Singapore. The first church we went to, the pastor walked out and says, "Look, I have a book for you. The Lord has been speaking to us to give you a book," and the book was about Australia. Wow! And so, yeah, that's the 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 whole thing started. Anyway, a few months later, we landed at the Gold Coast during schoolies with four hundred dollars and a pregnant wife, mm. uh, with nowhere to live. Um, and, uh, yeah, we, we finally got established here in this country.
0: Well, I've had the privilege of connecting with you in ministry recently, and I know that uh, you've been pastoring Book Church. It used to be based at Lawnton, and then you moved around a few other places, but now you're based at North Lakes. And you've really got a heart to see unity in the churches, and, and you've started a... Uh, uh, Morton Bay Ministers Summit, where a whole bunch of pastors and, and and even Christian politicians coming along as well. Tell us a bit about your heart for unity in the churches.
1: Yeah, my heart is for um, the Kingdom of God, and and I believe we we're moving from the church age to the kingdom age, where it's not about an empire, it's not about you know just denominations and churches it's about the Kingdom of God. Um, you know, Jesus said, uh, John the Baptist says, "Repent." for the kingdom of God is at hand. Mm. The word repent is a word metanoe, which means change of mind. There has to be a change of mind for you to receive and enter the kingdom of God. And the mm. kingdom of God is, it is his, his domain. And so when God looks at the church, he looks at the kingdom as, um, you know, he, he wants the church to influence um, uh, the world and uh, the society, the community, mm. um, because we are the ecclesia. So my heart, you know, started to to reach out to the pastors and the leaders. Where we are at Morton Bay years ago, it was declared that uh, this area shall be a graveyard for pastors and leaders and churches. And so there is only one way we can begin to bring healing is through when the, uh, the church uh, ministers, um, you know, Christian leaders coming together. So we, we had this journey starting a few years back. But last year, um, you know, we, we felt we just need to bless the city. And so we had a few pastors to come and a few politicians to come and it's just building. And now we've had a couple of meetings now and we've had so much favor with the um, with the community and the council. And we are trusting God to unite the churches because it's not about the church. It's about the kingdom of God. It is his kingdom and this his church. We're just different parts of the body.
0: I just totally uh, agree with what you're saying and and I believe we're coming into this season where it's not about the denomination or the name on the church, it's about the kingdom of God and we all need to be partnering together, we need to be locking shields together against the enemy and you know the Bible says where there is unity the Lord commands a blessing. Uh, So uh, I just love your your heart to uh, gather ministers and pastors together and be in unity together and i know you're also very passionate about missions and uh preaching among the nations tell us a bit about uh where the lord has opened doors for you to to minister around the world
1: yeah so we we've been um we've been involved in different countries and um we uh, we i'm just about to go to malaysia mm-hmm. in the next a couple of days we we work with uh, nearly 40 churches in malaysia where we we just um you know we support churches and uh, we 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 um we, we work together with different pastors and church leaders. But we plant churches in uh, Africa, where, where I come from. Um, we have a church in uh, a place called Zimbabwe, where we just bought land, actually. Mm. We want to build a school and uh, use a school as, as, a, as a way of reaching out to the community. And uh, Bible College, uh, our church is near the border of Mozambique. Mm-hmm. And so the next year we are doing uh, five nations, planting into five nations, Namibia, Mozambique, Malawi, uh, Zambia, and uh, Botswana, and South Africa is just next door as well. So we, we are so, so much um, outreaching in those southern part of the, of uh, Africa. I was born in Kenya. We have outreaches in Kenya as well among the Maasais. We are working with different ministries, and uh, we have a ministry there as well. Our ministries reach out to the Maasai's, and uh, they've got about um, uh, about 60 or 70 other um, connections among just the tribal people in the Maasai's. Um, and then we are also involved in India, where we, are, uh, we empower pastors, we empower leaders. Uh, we are doing a lot of training, even with um, just local church planters. Uh, the moment we're in Hyderabad where we, we are working and uh, uh, buying land and also building institutions from there. Mm. Uh, our church is multinational, multigenerational. We have PNGs. We have all these guys. You met a PNG brother last time you came. Yeah. And so he's looking to go back to his village as well, and uh, we try and do some work there with him. Mm. So the moment we work in uh, with churches and pastors from different continents, uh, the last year we had open door in, Bulgaria, in um, Belgium and uh, in Eastern Europe as well, um, and then South America is just open for us. so we, we are believing God too. Our aim is to empower uh, empower and impact, empower believers, disciple them so that we can impact the nations. We are living in a very good time. I believe there's, a, there's an awakening in the nations. Um, God is uh, releasing His Spirit. The end time harvest is here. Mm. Uh, And and so I believe there's a beautiful opportunity for the church to come together Mm. and evangelize.
0: And I know that you're part of a a great network called Crosslink, led by Pastor Brian Medway from uh, Canberra. Tell us a bit about that movement that you're connected to.
1: Yeah, I actually spoke to Brian yesterday. Brian is uh, a good bloke. He's, uh, He's like a father to us and a father to many. Uh, Brian, um, when when we planted the church, we we just planted, um, and we we didn't know many people as such, we didn't know, because we felt we needed to be a part of an apostolic network. And then we happened to have a conference in a community hall, and in the same community hall there was a church which had another meeting. So that church actually um, said, look, since you guys are having a conference and we have our church here, we're gonna combine our church with you guys and just hang out with you, so that we don't have to fight over car park. Mm. And I said, "My goodness, this is a great man." So we we had a hangout with this person, and uh, he said, "Look," I said to him, "Where do you guys Where do you guys connect?" And he said, "He goes to and I uh, connect with Crosslink Network." And uh, that was about ten years ago. I connected with Brian, and so Brian has been very helpful to us. Mm. Um, a lot of encouragement. We have this uh, sort of a relationship. Um, they help us um, in terms of, um, um, you know, um, the um, insurances, um, stuff to do with uh, training, yep. some of the trainings that we need to have with our school, with the Sunday school, and a lot of advice. So he's always on call when I call Brian. So it's mm-hmm. a good network based from Canberra.
0: Mm-hmm. I think
1: they've got about 200 um, ministries across Australia. The last two years, um, Brian has found himself going to Turkey, Afghanistan, and Uz- Uzbekistan. is mm. another Muslim country, so Crosslink has found its way there. And uh, I think last year we went to Korea. Uh, they've got some people from Korea now that have joined the movement as well. Mm. Uh, we've seen people that are independent. You can be independent, but still, uh, one affiliate. Uh, to cross link um, they're able to help you do that as well
0: well it's wonderful to hear that God is raising up movements and networks of churches around Australia that are reaching the world with the gospel and clearly it's something that's on your heart and uh, I really just want to pray the Lord will continue to bless you and open doors for you to minister in our nation and among the nations and uh, it's been really good to hear your story today Uh, Pastor Newton Festus it's been great to talk to you I reckon you're a history maker thanks for your time. Thank you Pastor Matt. Bringing the love and light of Christ into many people's lives around the world. Make history today by joining our friends at Bible League and planting a Bible that will help someone meet Jesus. Go to be.